This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studios in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit www.shoptalkpod.com. I welcome back. <laughs> we live. <laughs> oh shit, nigga! Only DJ Clue can fix this. Uh, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to episode thirty-two of this week in culture. I'm your host, Ant Wood, aka Trinidad Ant. I got my dog in the building with me. What up? What's popping? It's your man Jay Johnson, one half of a uh, Shop Talk podcast, also known as the Podcast Whisperer. Hey, and uh, happy Valentine's Day to all the lovers out this motherfucker. Shout out to all the single ladies. <laughs> hey, you see, uh, you see where me and Jay at right now. So, <laughs> let you know how our Valentine's is going. But fuck it though. Uh, shit, happy Valentine's Day. Shout out to all the listeners, all the uh, the audience, the supporters, everybody who've been rocking with us. Thirty two episodes. Everybody who knew. Everybody who came around after the R. Kelly shit, um, that's where we picked up a good handful of y'all, man. Shout out to everybody. And uh, shit, yo, it's a lot popping in the culture this week, fam. Yeah, man. I do got to shout out the, 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 the listeners, too, man, because yeah. like we average two-hour shows. Yeah, and, and they we, really be listening. And like we hit them with like an hour and a half. They were like, where the rest of the show at? Yeah. <laughs> like, no, I, so, I respect that, dog, because two hours is a lot, and we've been thanks. consistent with that shit. But uh, they fucking with the long shit, man. So, pause. Uh, yeah, pause. Nigga. Or maybe not. Well, depending shit, on depending on the listener, you know what I'm saying? Maybe unpause. Yeah. But, uh, nah, they, they rocking with us. And they be hitting me with like – Shit that be from hour like one hour fifty five yeah, minutes yeah, and they be yeah. like yeah y'all was fooling and I'm like oh you went all the way down through that bitch we man so really yeah do. we really do rock with y'all man and uh, anybody who just you know hit and play on our shit and then muting their phone just to give us to listen we appreciate y'all too nigga fuck it uh shit where do we get started nigga I'ma just uh I'ma jump right into the homie Shay uh Shay from over in the this weekend culture. Facebook group. She hit us. First of all, before I get into that, uh, pardon me. I know it's been a little bit over a week since me and Jay got in the studio. I was a bit under the weather, um, and I couldn't get in here and talk to y'all if I ain't had no voice, so it took me a minute, but uh, we appreciate y'all being patient. Um, again, my nigga Macho and a couple other y'all stop with the threats. Uh, <laughs> y'all got to relax because that nigga Ant will shoot, and Jay keep the gun. Uh, Alright, so Shay in This Week in Culture's Facebook group she said, hey, guys, hope all is well. Looking forward to the next episode. I don't think you guys touched on the Jesse Smollett hmm. situation. Uh, I think it's really suspect and just wondering if you all felt the same. We have way too many issues going on in Chicago for our police to be on a wild goose chase. I despise MAGA like most of us, I'm sure. But there's something fishy going on. Just want to hear your thoughts. Huh. <sighs> Well, uh, I attacked Jesse Smollett on a, on a litany of different podcasts over the last, <laughs> over the last couple say, weeks. Nigga, pick one. <laughs> hey, man. The police, I'm just going to say what the police basically called this nigga a lying-ass liar. Damn. Quoted by Aaliyah's mama. What uh, she was talking about? Nah. <laughs> she's lying and she's a liar. Uh, 
<laughs> they, no, we went through hundreds of hours of videotape, fam. Yeah. And what you said happened didn't happen. Yeah. We got video you walking at one angle, you turn the corner. Yeah. And then you have a noose on your neck yeah. and no one's around you, fam. Yeah. Like, mm. like, why are you lying? So I'm going to give, I, I got two perspectives. Initially, when it came out, I didn't like niggas that went immediately into the, you know, I don't, the disbelief. I think he lying. And that was only because I'm like, fam, we do live in America. A nigga getting beat up by two racist white people, two uh, homophobic white people, and then they throwing a noose around his neck and pouring bleach on him. That ain't uncommon in America. It's uncommon for you to be in the fucking... <laughs> Uh, now, subway at 2 o'clock in now, the morning and a random ass nigga got some bleach in a noose now, that don't know you coming. That like, ain't coming either. Uh, but I was just, uh, in general, I was like, you know, this shit could happen. I was angry for the exact opposite reason. Yeah, I was angry because as soon as the story broke, nigga switched his picture to a fucking avatar and was like, we stand <laughs> with Jess. Like, you stand with what, nigga? You don't know what happened? Hey, but... I, I probably was most angry, and still am most angry, not at the fact that he might be lying, not at the fact that, you know, th this whole shit could be something related to Empire and Lee Daniels trying to pull something off. I'm most angry at the fact that nigga was eating Subway at 2 in the morning. Um, but it, during the polar vortex. Yeah. It was like negative like, I, yo, 30. I get it. When you got a 24-hour Subway, you hungry, what cool. But, uh, apparently, that bitch in Chicago really exists. Okay. Yeah, I'm not walking in Subway at 2 in the morning to order no motherfucking Italian BMT, nigga. <laughs> like, I'm so cool on that shit. Nah, uh, so, depending on, but, but I might go in that bitch and get some cookies. Cause, uh, hey, Subway cookies. Yeah. Pause, unpause. Um, Subway cookies do be fire. I'll be on that bitch and I walk directly to the register. They be like, you couldn't, like, fam, I just need cookies. <laughs> I'm just, I didn't know, you know, I knew Jesse was gay he's openly gay you know what i'm saying but i didn't know the nigga was nasty because you <laughs> nasty going in fucking subway at 2 a.m nigga I, f I, I mean i think like he was at he got beat up and oh, yeah he, he had to make up a story yeah no he got beat up on some embarrassing shit and that's what like niggas was like oh you know why would somebody beat him up uh i'm like niggas get their ass whooped every day nigga he could have been arguing when you're and it's just my assumption uh I, if somebody in the gay community is listening this ain't offensive or i don't mean it to be uh <laughs> hey listen nigga. yeah <laughs> you not hey hold on <laughs> hey y'all niggas don't jump me <laughs> y'all niggas don't beat my ass this nigga. Said, I ain't this ain't offensive like, <laughs> yeah no i had to let them know like this is not offensive nigga no but like i would imagine that if you are dealing with someone uh same sex and y'all get into maybe a heated argument or something like that it could come to blows like you not this ain't a hey man don't put your hands on a woman situation like hmm. i feel like you could beat your boyfriend ass if you so what happens then in the situation like I, when it's two dudes oh you gotta like, break up nigga ain't no <laughs> know what i'm saying when it's two dudes and one of them yeah. is abusive like are you do you just keep losing the fight or does oh, that no. count you, as like you gotta break it gotta be over nigga not not forget the yeah. relationship, but you know, like an abusive relationship when a man is beating a woman, it's like it's like bad and shit yeah, yeah. like that. But like yeah. if it's just two dudes, like you just lost a fight, fam. Oh yeah, no, that count against your record. <laughs> <laughs> like you're not just getting out of that, nigga. Like, no. Okay, but do you play the can you be the victim card or nah. like no fam? Because what if you not the more like effeminate one in the relationship? <laughs> like what if you was like the burly ass dude and then 
Yo, other nigga just beat your ass. I don't know. I I'm feel like sure we finna we get kicked off I'm, the airwaves. I'm sure I offended somebody. Yeah, no. Nah, if we offended anyone, partner us, but y'all not gonna beat my ass, nigga. I ain't Jesse. So, um, all that to say, Shay, I don't know what the fuck going on. You know, with it's this so nigga. it's so easy to, to 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 get black people riled up. Yeah, like I, it's like if I three key words and we out, we out, we out of our our normal element and we doing whatever the fuck. Fam, we moving by our emotion. When they said them niggas screamed. Uh, MAGA or whatever this, the fuck. This is MAGA. This country. is MAGA country. That's when I was like, okay, now Downtown Chicago, nigga. Like, really? And I'm like, just in general, like that's some lame shit to scream, nigga. Like, this is MAGA country. Like, bitch, I will beat your ass. You scream that shit. Man, who got a noose and bleach? I got some of- uh, bleach in a whip right now. <laughs> Why? <laughs> nigga, I ain't got no fucking bleach. Nigga, I ain't, say, like, why? I ain't dude? really got no windshield wiper in the moment. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know who walk around cold ass Chicago in negative 20 degrees with bleach and noose, but all that to say, Jesse, man, whoever beat you up, bro, like, you could have just told your mans in them and y'all could have jumped a nigga. He was on plenty of fish or some shit or one of them grinder. And, and probably, he probably shit. was on grinder. And. Did something that he wanted yeah. to and got whooped. And he had a show coming up like, how do I explain this black guy? Hey, ladies, and I'm talking ladies because I deal with y'all. I don't deal with... But, hey, you know, fellas, too, if you out here on a dating app, if the person you want to date nap with say, hey, pull up to this subway at 2 a.m. <laughs> for the meetup, Pause. they probably the finna beat your ass. Hey, for the meetup. Meet <laughs> $5 foot long. Hey, nigga, I just read an oh, article shit. that said that nigga Jared is in jail, like, really lifting weights, like, brolic and shit. Him and Bill Cosby. Both the niggas is, like, happily in prison, bro. No yeah. Shit, wow. Anyway, um, so yeah, that's Jesse. Whoever beat you up, dog, just hit them niggas back. You ain't have to go for that. And I think you're a lying ass liar. Yeah, that did. Police ain't helping you right now, bro. These niggas every other week, like, oh, we seen another tape that nigga wasn't on. You say racism, nigga. We they on ten, nigga. You say racism, black folks on ten. You say gay America go like. You niggas say gay, <laughs> racism, <laughs> and MAGA. Wow, <laughs> nigga, that's the trifecta for your ass. Wow. Any nigga come up to me and be like, nigga, gay, racist, MAGA, I'm going to bust him in they shit, bro. All right. Um, folks want us to talk about Steve Harvey and Monique. Uh, I feel like I wish we had that queued up. But in general, man, if y'all didn't hear, Monique was on Steve Harvey's show. Um, and I don't know that they caught this part on tape, but apparently she threatened that nigga and said she was going to smack shit out of him. Well, Nick, you big enough for me to knock your big ass the fuck back down if you want. To, <laughs> if I can't get away, <laughs> I like that. Steve apparently replied after she threatened to smack the shit out of him that he wasn't gonna touch her, but he was gonna whoop her nigga ass. Mm. And I respect that nigga Steve for that. You he don't what? say a lot. I respect, but I'm, I respect I'm that. Slap the shit out your husband. Yeah, you putting your husband in harm's way right now. Quit threatening me, Monique. Um, here's my thing about Monique, bro. Soft ass husband. Yeah, her husband terrible. And she called that nigga daddy like 732 times. That shit makes my skin. Hey, ladies, don't never call your nigga daddy. I just, I don't care if he tell you he into that shit. He lying or he gay. Um, That daddy shit ain't it. But my problem with Monique, bro, she's, so somebody was telling me like, oh, you know, Monique has integrity. Like I was having this convo earlier and they was like, oh, it's Monique's integrity that won't let her just take whatever they offer her. And I said, the problem with Monique ain't integrity. She's confusing integrity with pride. Mm. She got too much fucking pride. 
This ain't about, oh, just accept whatever they throwing at you. No. But this is about understand where you are in your career. Man, the, the phrase two birds, one stone really comes to mind right now. Hey, because bro. this conversation that they was having about the integrity versus what's real life and what you got to do mm-hmm. is almost the same conversation that James Baldwin and Nikki G and Vinyl was That's having. That's a fact. Um a piece of that two-hour conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. and whatnot. That clip that, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she was basically saying, like, look, man, men was like, man, we got so much pride. If the man, if the man can't provide all the stuff, he don't want to be there. And she's like, yeah. well, look, the baby going to get taken care of anybody. Fuck your pride. Fuck all that ego. I just need you here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was just, just back and forth. It was kind of like the yeah. premise of that was exactly. Exactly the same. Yeah, man. Like, Steve and Monique were going back and forth, and Steve was saying, A, you know, like, don't have so much integrity that you stop being able to provide for your children and you yeah. stop being able to provide for your family. And I think his point, because I've seen some people tag me today, actually, uh, to some old Steve Harvey sets, like some comedic sets from back in the day, early 90s, where he was saying, for, what do he say, for 10 million, nigga, I'll be a monkey, nigga. And he, I remember that. Yeah, he in there talking shit and he making monkey sounds, and that nigga said, I'll reach up my ass, throw some shit. Like, he was wilding out. It was a comedy set, whatever. And so people were tagging me in it and saying, ah, you see, like, that nigga kept the same energy. Like, he'd do whatever but, for some bread. But I'm like, in, like, in the combo with Monique, that's not what he was saying. What he's saying is like, look, I get it. Yeah. You got integrity. Mm-hmm. Great. But your kid ain't got no fucking food and he don't give a fuck about how other people view you. Yeah. I'm hungry. And nobody on the planet it Netflix didn't ask her, yo, Monique, get up here and say you don't fuck with black people and say uh this MAGA country. Nigga, they said get up here and do your set. Have have where is the Monique jokes at, though? Yeah. Because I keep hearing about you in this controversy. Where Damn. are your jokes? I said that back when the controversy first came up and she went on The Breakfast Club. I said, you went on the biggest urban radio show in the world and didn't tell a fucking joke. You went up there and argued with Charlemagne. Niggas had to make jokes out of y'all argument. Facts. I'm funnier than you. Memes is funnier than you right now. You should have went up there and killed and been like, yeah, I gotta, I'm got i on tour right now, and it's my own independent yeah. tour. Like, you should have. And killed. And that's why I, f- I hated that she didn't take the Netflix opportunity, because I'm like, yo, whatever they were offering you, go up there, take that, kill it, don't, get your ratings, and then make them come back with a bigger bag. And the whole thing is, dog, you don't got to tell us what you're getting paid. At all. Because we don't care. I don't give a fuck. And, like, th- it doesn't matter. If I see you on Netflix, I might watch it, I might yeah. not. If I see his Monique on Netflix, I probably won't watch it. Yeah. It's, I'm just not entertained by her. Yeah. It's not a and knock on her. I'm going to support her because she's a black woman. Yeah. The whole nine yards. But, like, I'm not. It, that's not the first thing I'm going to watch. And you can. So, when it comes to integrity, here's, here's where I'll leave that. Dave Chappelle had integrity. When Comedy Central offered him whatever the fuck they offered him, which was huge on the surface, but then when you find out the small percentage of what they were yeah. making off his show, it wasn't huge no more. And that nigga quietly walked away. We just didn't get a season three. I didn't beg you niggas not to uh-uh. stop. Don't don't fuck with uh, Key and Peele. I wasn't on don't the radio. Fuck with yeah. Comedy Central, like no nigga. I don't, I don't he know. that nigga didn't get on the radio. He didn't. We ain't hear from Dave Chappelle for like a decade. Yeah. Ish. You know what I'm saying? Like he had his own on, movement, a major platform. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that nigga just walked away quietly, like, you know what, thanks, but no thanks. I have too much integrity knowing what I know about this deal. Walked away. And he had numbers. Monique, you don't even have the numbers. That's the fucked up part. Like, for the only thing I agreed with Monique on that I didn't really feel like Netflix was right about 
was when they had her come up to the Netflix offices and perform in front of they. Like, all right, I don't. Y'all seen my stand-ups. Y'all got access. I may or may not. How old am no, I? One of my stand-ups is on Netflix. And Which, that shit wasn't funny. Oh, it wasn't so, funny at all. So what I'm saying yeah. is, I'm gonna need to see something else. Yeah, I don't like. You the, want me? To, you want me to give you a check to do some shit that I don't know if it's gonna be funny or not. So here's where where my problem was. So like with artists, for instance, when they drop an album, they might have to go in the studio and in front of the studio heads perform like whatever they single is. So if Monique stepped in a room and it was all the decision makers on that Netflix shit and she had to do a little bit, cool. They said they pulled her in the office. Like, hey, everybody stop working, turn around from your cubicle type shit. That I felt like, eh, I right, yeah. maybe, you know, because y'all, this secretary over well, here ain't I'm got shit, shit to do. Live and I'm, not, I'm not rapping no song live yeah. for you either way. Nigga, I'll, what's your email? I'll, and we about to play this yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not about to yeah, oh, perform. Because uh, that's, uh, that's not how fans going to listen to it. So You know what, Um, what's dog that host uh, with Charlemagne, Andrew... On the podcast, Schultz. Andrew Schultz. That nigga said, I filmed, directed, recorded my own shit from my tour and sent that to Netflix. That's how they and do And that's how I got my special. Well, they said no. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So he put that shit but out. But he on did his YouTube. own shit. Yeah. What I'm saying, everything he re- he filmed and recorded, yeah. he shopped it around. They were mm-hmm. like, no, nah, we not going to buy it. Mm-hmm. So he ultimately put that bitch out on YouTube himself. Yeah. And he been and hitting- it got views. He been hitting ever since. Yeah. Been, that was like the one of the best shit yeah. he did. And that's so my point with that. He did it on his own. He got his own views. Like, yo, I don't need y'all to tell me I won't generate views. How do Kevin Hart do his tours? He do this shit himself. Even before he got this yeah. big. Heartbeat. When Cat been the shit. When Cat Williams do his tours. Don't he do his shit and then he sell them to life? Damn, yeah. That's just what it is. Monique, man, you just you got pride confused with integrity and uh you gotta let that go, fam. Um but Steve was like, listen, fam, I get it. We we all, Black Lives Matter, the whole nine. Mm-hmm. But this is a money game, and that's all that matters. So don't let all that extra shit stop you from getting money because at the end of the day, your children are counting on you to bring them food and be able to give them shelter. You're going to fuck around and end up like the Kanye skit. But all he left me was these degrees. Yeah. Like, no, fam. Yeah. All I got is this integrity. Like, that's... Hey. That shit is ob- objective and uh, subjective, rather. My last note on the Monique shit: I think a lot of that, most of it, probably is coming from her husband and not from her. I've heard about how difficult she can be to work with, mm-hmm. but I feel like a lot of these decisions are coming from him. Like he telling her, "Stand up for yourself." Da, da, da. Like he's her manager, nigga. You running all this, so you're ultimately the one making the final decision on her not doing some shit. Yeah, let's put out some good content. At the end of the day, tell me a joke, because I ain't heard shit funny come out of Monique's mouth in a year. And I'm not about to go pay money to see if you're funny. No. Nah. And I'm not about to go pay money to hear you complain about the shit you're talking about on Steve Harvey and Breakfast Club, because that's what her set going to be. Uh, do, 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 do. Our niggas back in the news. R. Kelly peeing on more. J- I feel like ever since our podcast, fuck the Lifetime shit. Ever since our podcast, that nigga finna go to jail now. I think he's going to like, jail. I, we put this nigga in jail. I, I think he's going to go to jail. Nigga, nah. we Takashi 6 9 We snitched on this nigga, They bro. just dropped the new R. Kelly tape. Mm-hmm. R. Kelly tape like 2.0. Uh, they said, mm-mm-mm. Included in the evidence, we recently uncovered and recovered a VHS videotape of Mr. Kelly engaging in multiple sexual accounts of a girl underage. 
45-minute video. This tape, which is clear, is approximately 45 minutes in length and has never been publicly disclosed until recently. Um, in it, the girl refers to her body parts as 14-year-old pussy. All right. And on that note, R. Kelly, you going to jail? Nah. What happened to that bus driver that uppercutted that girl? Go find that nigga and point him in R. Kelly direction. Oh, man. I mean, I just want to shoot the nigga, to be perfectly honest. I don't see how this nigga is... Like, I know they've... So they changed his studio hours. He can only work nine to five. (laughs) Which is funny as fuck, because his response was, you know, as a creative... You can't stifle me to only work between these hours. Now he's like, on an international tour right now. Though. Yeah, he had to go to Germany. Oh, he sold out though. He's on an international tour, so he, he, he don't have to come back to America. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, he might stay over there on some. Uh, yes, that's what I'm saying. What's what's dog shit? That director, the nasty ass nigga that be getting nominated for awards, but he yeah, got he that wanna, nigga. He gonna go to a bunch of. He gonna do some tours. Roman Polanski. He gonna yeah. be in some tours and places where they don't have any extradition. He gonna be on some tours and places where they cool with that fourteen year old shit, or they not cool. Hey, because that too. sometimes they will chop your shit off. They, get, they will, but I feel like you. R. Kelly know where them spots is at. That I nigga just like, feel nah. like R. Kelly is a function of retard. <laughs> I ain't performing at Little Caesars, uh, <laughs> Serbia, and nigga. They that nigga thought dicks. Little Caesars Arena was the actual Little Caesars. Thought he was gonna run Fam, to some kids. That nigga. The Pied, we ain't know at the Pied Piper. I mean, we knew before the Pied Piper, but at that point, that nigga was playing with a stock. Like, Fam, pause. I was ta- randomly, I was talking about this earlier. Right. So the nigga somehow gets off. If it was Kim Worthy, he would have been in jail twice already. Mm-hmm. He gets off the trial, right? Yeah. This nigga, him and R. Kelly do a song called Not Guilty, y'all. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. You know how fucking retarded. Think about Kelly, that. Like, the niggas, guilty. they were singing. Not guilty. Like, you can't catch me. No, <laughs> you can't touch me. That's, that nigga. That's wild. All right, Kelly a nasty nigga, man. He a nasty, like, bold nigga. Listen, dog, I give Jay a pass. Like, even if you did an, ar- an album with him, right? Yeah. I don't really give you a pass, but yeah. I'm, for, for the... For, yeah, for right now. Like, I give you a pass. You yeah. trying to be opportunist the whole nine. Yeah. Nigga hot. But the song, Not Guilty? Yeah. Like, like, damn. Look at what you were charged for. <laughs> nigga, these ain't drug charges nigga, you just you beat. seen the tape. Because the, the trial was like five years after the shit. Jay hair looked like our hair in the tape right now, <laughs> nigga. <laughs> damn. <laughs> Jay out here with the R. Kelly fro. My uh, shit. Um, no, what else niggas to... wanted us to touch on? Oh, Dame Dash shit. I don't understand it yet. Dame, Dame on the apology tour. I understand it, nigga. I don't understand. I'm it gonna tell you what that nigga Dame seen that goddamn Rock Nation brunch and said, "Bitch, I had enough of not getting that text." I would feel that way from last year, because last year was like the first one. Yeah, and it would look like last year's looked more important. This year like, like this one looked like more like a party, it looked like a fucking. What's some shit that the eggs and grits or some shit? What is it? What, what? Oh, uh, grits and biscuits. Yeah, that's what that shit look like. <laughs> Fucking do say for loser ass nigga. That's what it looks like. But see, like. I feel like Dame ain't been invited to no parties in a minute. Like, then that last shit Dame was at was Kanye release, nigga, in Wyoming, and he got a hoodie. I don't know, man. I just don't know what the motivation behind that is, so I'm going to just wait. I, I feel like, you know what it is? I feel like Dame saw Jay next to Biggs and was like, bitch, this is. Like, come on, because Biggs is, Biggs ain't never not been, you know what I'm saying, in position, like, even when he went to jail for that little minute. But it's, look at the squad. Well, Big, I mean, 
recently Dame and uh, Biggs were were at, for lack of a better term, at odds. But they've been mm-hmm. cool through this whole thing. Like I don't know where that came from. I it feel it like seems like it's a motivation. So forget all that. Yeah. Because the reason I don't, I don't associate it strictly with the Rock Nation because yeah. you included Leo Cohen yeah. and you included Steve Stout. And I know for a fact of the issue. You hate them two niggas. So, like, I don't know what the the catalyst for that is. Yeah. So I'm wearing, And then my man, Kenyatta, who who yeah. wrote the book with him, yep. like, he put his video out and he not happy and he yeah. talking like. So, like, I don't know what happened yet. And I'm sure yeah. it will be revealed soon. I don't know, man. That nigga Dame probably seen Casanova at the bitch and was like, "All right, nah, damn, nigga, y'all niggas is just <laughs> inviting everybody to the motherfucking man." And I got tagged in a bunch of uh, this Gucci shit, dog. Oh my god, yo! So I want to talk Gucci, and we gonna lead into Floyd, and that's gonna lead us into uninterrupted, man. Cause, okay. Because I feel like that's so relative, nigga. Yeah. All three of them, but um, first of all, fuck Gucci. You know what I'm saying? Like I, you you can't fool me, dog. Like I don't stop with the fucking oh we didn't know and we we apologize and we you know we fam y'all have the best of the best creatives in that bitch. But the problem is, out of them people in that room, they don't look like me. They don't look like Jay. They don't look like Clay. They don't look like nobody else this month. You think that's what it is? I think they don't have nobody black making the decisions for shit like that to go to fucking to market. Man, these brands have found out a long time ago that doing wild racial shit mm-hmm. will have everybody in the fucking world talking about your brand online for at least a week or so. Yeah. I would oh, yeah. do some it, wild shit just because. It definitely helps you go viral, too. And now everybody going to go to my website and mm-hmm. find out, is it still up? Yeah. And, like, I don't think that none of this shit was, like, coincidental. You know what it is? It's the it's the R. Kelly effect. It's, A, we just watched six hours of this nigga raping young women and kidnapping women and doing all this. And then we went to go listen to all his catalog to see if we could hear the lyrics. That was nasty. A lot of fam. these brands do some things. It's like, dog, come on, fam. It's 2019. Why would you do that? Yeah. I did it because it became a social media event. It's been, yeah. like, a week. It's literally been a week. And then you had, who was that that said cancel them niggas for three months? T.I. Three months, fam. So check this out. We put niggas on punishment. Like, think about this. One, I think that shit is fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. I have on my Gucci frames right now, mm-hmm. and I'm not about to go pay extra money <laughs> 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 because white folks want to be racist or whatever. No, yeah. it don't It don't impact me like that. So my thing is, with these whole-ass rappers, yeah. um, T.I. included, yeah. the main, the ringleader, the Al Sharpton of the rap gang, <sighs> Um, and when I say that, he more is, like the Jesse Jackson because of the words. I, yeah, <laughs> the, the Jesse Jackson yeah. of the fucking rap game who works for the other folks. Yeah. Who every time something happen, they'll trot Al out and Jesse out to tell uh, you to round your people up and have them move along peacefully. Yeah. What type of nigga get up here that, that who uh, act like he got a fucking attitude and say we gonna do this shit for three months? Yeah, and then what? And then first nigga, and foremost, nigga. Then it's summer, nigga. Loafers is out, bitch. Weak ass rappers who have made a living off of shining on people, making you feel less than because I got all these different high priced items. Like, you niggas made the shit cool, and now you're going to tell niggas not to do it. Yeah. Like, come on, fam. And then you, the other, like, y'all keep come every fucking week. It's another weak ass boycott that y'all try to come up with. It was fuck the NFL. Yeah. And then. 
Let's fuck the NFL until that shit went to Atlanta and then Ooh. all y'all was at the NFL event. And so you walked me right back into what I said on the last podcast, episode 31. If y'all ain't checked it out, go check it out. Uh regarding the cancel culture, I can't I'm I can't keep getting behind you niggas on that. Like if I want to stop wearing some shit because I want to stop wearing it, I'll do that, nigga. If I want to whatever, like I'll make my own decision, but the whole like Yo, it's a fucking revolution going on against. Uh, we this, rebelling against Gucci. All this now, you got to be mad at every other person who don't have the exact same viewpoint as you. Yeah. If you want to do something, if you think you got a way to handle racism in yeah. America, who you put your support around, you can do that for yourself. Yeah. It don't got to be the exact same way. So me, no, I didn't take off my fucking glasses. Yeah. Now, if you know me, do you think I support the white man? <laughs> like, yeah. Like it's yeah. in real life. No, but. It, First nigga of all, told, Jay is one work. of the most militant niggas on the planet. Jay was like, oh, you still wearing your Gucci glasses? I'm like, bitch, these glasses were cheap with my fucking insurance. And, and I, I have to see. <laughs> uh, like, get the fuck. Like, you're you not about to sum up my entire life, my entire fight mm-hmm. in the fact that I got some fucking glasses. Yeah. But um, I, I don't know. I just, this whole, my problem with the cancel culture is fake and it's selective. So that's why I can't get behind niggas like T.I., who was one of the main, A, I'm with Cap, and you was at all the motherfucking Super Bowl parties, nigga. How you with Cap? How you with Cap? Wasn't that none of them bitches? Cap ain't had that on at the crib. Like, I chose not to watch the NFL, right? Yeah. I'm just, I'm just cool on it right now. Yeah. I didn't like how they were moving. I'm cool on it. Yeah. But I'm not mad at you for watching it. Mm-mm. Now, if you keep telling me. Yeah. About your stance on certain shit. I'm a you looking kind of funny. Now in my the light. expectations is yeah. You know what I'm saying? You looking kind of funny in the light. Yeah. But it, and that's 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 my point. Don't tell me what you doing. And then when I see you fucking break that stance, you telling me, oh, but it wasn't like I ain't watched the game game. I was just at the park. Fam, you against it or you not? Cause if you with Cap Kaepernick wasn't that none of Kaepernick wasn't in Atlanta, motherfucker. And it's Period. Like, like I can't tell you that the the right answer is all right. Everybody stop watching NFL Mm-mm. because there are black people who in the NFL who take their money and give yep. back to different neighborhoods and different yep. things. So am I gonna say you know what, Marshawn Lynch? I know all the good things that you do out there yeah. in, in your hometown, yeah. and I know that the funds that you get are come from the NFL. Yep. Can I say I don't support that? Yeah, and. Everybody in this country, don't, don't everybody support that? Like, I understand that funds that come yeah. from evil sometimes get to good hands and do that. So mm-hmm. whatever your plight is, however you think is the best for you and yours, whatever you can yeah. reconcile in your heart, do that. But all this, we about to go attack every single person who don't do everything the way that you yeah. heard somebody tell you to do. Like, I'm not with that, dog. Yeah. It's real divisive. I don't, I don't like that. But that's, in general, man, a few episodes when I brought up, like, I don't like, and I'm, I'm speaking to black people about black people, I don't like when we get on some, like, like for instance, let's go to religion, if somebody don't believe in Jesus, and they believe in another religion, and you say you believe in Jesus, and all of a sudden they're like, oh, you stupid nigga, Christianity was about a white man, it was made to enslave us, and they go into that bag, but they'll never teach you about their belief and why their belief is quote unquote more sensible and makes more like that. We don't teach, we attack. That's what we do. That's what we do with opposing views. I just don't. You seen this nigga Clay just yeah, that nigga Clay trip hard as shit. (laughs) Thought you wasn't gonna get it. We got it. We got it. Uh, but like, I just don't like people having that much control over me. Yeah, big facts. You know what I'm saying? It was what's so funny is it was like a meek post, a tweet, yeah, that was like a meme that kind of get repost, repost, repost. 
but everybody who's reposting is the same niggas who reacting wild yeah. to like, did you see what Floyd said? And that's my thing. Like, I hate fans because Meek, Meek been mad active since that nigga been out of jail three days, nigga. That nigga been at everything. I ain't really rocking with Meek neither because I don't fuck with this whole Robert Kraft. I don't know what, I don't give a fuck. I know Meek is about prison reform. I give him that. And I understand why, nigga. You've been tied into this system for pretty much your whole life. But nigga, fuck Robert. I don't give a fuck that Robert Kraft picked you up from jail in the fucking helicopter, bro. See, see this the thing though, because I'm 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 gonna, I feel that way. Yeah. And I forget I was hearing him talk, but he was like, "Look, man, I don't talk to him about none of that shit. But I know what I'm doing. He helping me what I'm doing. Yeah. Now, what if he figure like the cause that I'm trying to do? Yeah. Is bigger. This like I don't I can't tell. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't know. Here's my thing. I'm with all that because I just said last week about Kanye telling uh, uh, fucking, fuck, not Consequence, what's that, GLC, yeah. hey, here's why I was wearing that hat and here's what, because I wanted to get in that room and do what we've done. We've got people out of jail. This is why I participated. And GLC said, hey, that nigga sent me every MAGA hat he got, nigga, and we threw them bitches away. Hey, if that's your plan, that's your plan. If you're trying to get in them rooms and you got a fucking fake friendly, but... Don't tell me I got to be like, fuck yay, when he did it. Right. And then you come back and do a very similar thing, but you doing it maybe with a little bit. That's my thing. All this shit. All this shit is so. Just don't be hypocritical, man. All this shit is so nuanced. And we are. You looking at it from the screen of your phone, thinking you got the game Mm -hmm. figured out. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. I can't believe this. So, look, we talk about this Floyd shit, right? Hey. the first. I've never liked that nigga. Let me just throw that out there. I don't like this nigga. But like, what are we not realizing that Floyd and Ti do not get along? Oh yeah, these niggas been beefing, right? So Ti is the the creator of this fucking. Ti took a swing on the champ. I one hundred percent believe that nigga walked in that bitch to piss Ti off. Because when that. he said the the band, he hit, hit him with the, with the soldier boy like the band. He said. T.I. <laughs> right. Clifford. <laughs> Rappers. <laughs> but like, the, yeah. the thing, nigga was like, listen, I'm a, I am ain't no follower. You ain't about to tell me what to do and what not to do. Yeah. What they didn't show in there when he said how the black lives matter and he put black businesses over other joints. Yeah. They didn't, they didn't put yeah. the, the full the TMZ yeah. interview was more than that 60 second shit that they clipped, yeah. they clipped up. But like, I understand why you would clip it up. But the whole thing is this. I ain't taking my fucking glasses off either because I need yeah. these bitches to see. And until I go buy some more. So, so yeah. in order for me to show white people, I need to go spend some more money. So here's my issue with Floyd. It ain't what he said, it's how he said it. And that's usually my issue with anybody I have yeah. an issue with. I don't give a fuck about opposing views or how you believe in what you believe in. That, don't, that shit don't bother me. It's your delivery. With Floyd, again, he could have been directing that at T.I., nigga, for all we know. But the arrogance in which he said, nigga, I'm finna go in Gucci. Like, that little shit right there, I don't, because, <laughs> yo, you still wearing your glasses because you, hey, this is about utility, nigga. You have to be able to see. These are your fucking eyeglasses. You got to wear your goddamn glasses. But you ain't like, nigga, shit, I'm about to go buy eight more pair of these motherfuckers, nigga. Gucci, damn. You just like, fam, I'm just not throwing away my damn glasses that have my prescription that I spent my money on. And, like, and are, are we... Like so, I just want to make sure that we on mm-hmm. the like. So, mm-hmm. when a particular company mm-hmm. does something racist mm-hmm. or that we deem as racist, mm-hmm. the the standard practice to never fuck with that company again is that is that what we're going with? Because that's, that's not been that's not been the history that we've been doing. 
Oh, nigga, and niggas was back in H and M five minutes after that little monkey shit. So like, I don't understand. Like, what yeah. is this outrage? Though? I bought the monkey hoodie. Nigga. Like, what? What is the outrage for my uh, for my ex girl's son? Nigga. <laughs> nah, I'm bullshit. But like, um, I, like I like I get it. Yeah. If that's what we've been doing, but yeah. that's not what that, we do. That's first of all, you know, when it comes to protests, we never stick with it. I mean, shit. Ti just told me, hey, three months, nigga, put him on a band it and then what? come back. We doing a quarterly protest, nigga. And this the easiest protest. This is the only thing I've ever had that's from Gucci. Hey, fam. That I paid but $200 for after my insurance. To tell thing. black people to stop buying some shit that the 95% afford. of us can't afford. Sure, I'm down. Fuck is y'all talking about? Hey. And you know what's funny? Um, I got up this morning and I got dressed and... I was about to put on a pair of my Gucci sneakers. They were literally sitting right there. Oh shit! Stay woke. Nah. We going So we got to ban the only company that's red, black, and green. Mm. Mm. Stay woke, nigga. Stay woke. Wow. <laughs> wow. Talk about it, King. <laughs> no, but nigga, I looked dead at my Gucci's, and they were sitting next to some Nikes, and I was like, I don't have a reason to wear one over the other. So do we? Are we gonna rock the Nikes? Because Nike was originally created by a white man. Hey. I mean, by a racist man. Hey, shut up, Phil even, Knight. Not even Phil Knight, because <laughs> Phil Knight got the company for somebody else. From like, the nigga, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, his stance was like, all right, boom, so we not fuck with them? Like, yeah. I get it. Like, I, I 100% hey. get it. I don't, I'm not down with, like, wearing something that's so offensive to black yeah. people that, like, I get it 100%. Yeah. But, like, let's stop the bullshit, man. Hey, man. And ultimately, man, everybody isn't offended by what everybody else is offended by. So, again, with, with regard to Floyd... I'm not asking Floyd to take offense. I'm not asking Floyd, hey, don't go. I ain't asking Floyd shit, nigga. You uh, fucking, I don't care about Floyd. But don't look me in my eye as the, you know, the majority of people who are offended and be like, yeah, hey, man, fuck y'all niggas. I'm going to Gucci. Niggas is not offended. Because we letting the rappers be the moral authority now. Uh-huh. You just told me to get high, smoke drugs. Fuck bitches, get money, pimp hey, hoes, hey. shoot your community. All this fucked up shit that y'all saying, but hey, nigga, don't wear that Gucci, though. Like, no, you cannot be the moral authority. Go get me a new messenger. I read something. I hate fucking rappers. I, <laughs> I read something a while ago, back when the NFL protests sort of first really, like, uh, sparked up. And I can't remember exactly how it was worded, but the person that wrote it basically said... Similar to you, uh, what you were talking about with Marshawn Lynch. Like, yo, we got so many black athletes in the NFL. And, yeah, their money is coming down from essentially an evil place. But how many of us as black people have spent blood money, nigga? Because when your drug dealing ass brother is out here and he throw you a couple dollars and you need that to go eat or go do whatever the fuck. Or when you dating this nigga and he sell dope. When you working at Bank of America or you working at Chase. Or like yeah. them is too evil fucking. And them corporate. motherfucking. Or you work, you working at the, the big. And that's long drug evil blood money, nigga. I mean, they hey. created the Great Depression. Hey. Strategically. Like, so ultimately, it's not, what you do with this now that's shit. That's not a pass to say. No, no, no. Not at all. Just go rock some MAGA hats because hey. it don't matter. But yeah. I'm just saying like, like, I'm just so tired. Like, you can't be this easily moved and yeah. pushed like this like a social experiment going bad they they control yeah. your emotions with one action and it was done specifically on purpose no one ever has rocked a turtleneck like that there has yeah. no there was no purpose like it's done on purpose yeah, a turtleneck with a mouthpiece is crazy fam like crazy. it was literally done 
as an advertiser and a marketing thing. Yeah. I 100% believe that. that. And that one person, whoever, or let's say four people got together in a top of that boardroom and did that shit. Yeah. So now your baby mama work at Gucci and she yeah. makes uh, her commission. So yeah. she not making her commission no more because black people said fuck her now too. Because yeah. you work for she the company. She better not ask me for no money. You work for it. the company who at the head of the top, you know what I'm saying, did some yeah. shit. You work for Chrysler? Oh, okay, fine. Well, Chrysler did this, but nigga, you yeah. just working at JNAP. So, yeah. the, like, I, I, I 100% understand. Yeah. And you don't want to put your support behind another. But, like, we be so far removed and be so many steps in between the actual worker yeah. and the people who make the decisions. Like, And I think, ultimately, man, for, for black people to really... Because I always think back to the old, the 60s, the 50s, civil rights movement and shit, when shit was really happening. The issue with today, we don't care about nothing a week later. Like, social media makes things move so fast, and just the era we live in in general, shit moves so fast that a week from now, Gucci ain't gonna matter. Somebody else gonna do something else that was more racist than this, and we ain't gonna give a fuck about Gucci. Don't run back to black businesses once somebody treats you wrong. Your whole base should be fucking with the black folks. And that's my point. When niggas was fighting for civil rights back in the day, it wasn't one march and we done. Niggas was walking and marching for years, nigga. You know what's also, is not... So, <laughs> so we see pictures and shit from marches and shit, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. In magazines and, and newspapers. Mm-hmm. Fam, that was the Instagram of their time. A lot of them niggas was there to get in the paper, too. Mm-hmm. But it looks fucking great. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't know, like, out of the people who actually did the work, yeah. who else was in the crowd just to be there? Yeah. Just to be. Yeah. Or how many other niggas was fake social justice warriors? Hey. And, like... And 30, I'm, I'm sure there were plenty. 30% of the people yeah. was actually doing it. Everybody else yeah. was just there because. I'm sure there were plenty. But what I will say, hey, if y'all niggas walked from wherever the fuck to wherever the fuck and y'all got bit by them dogs and y'all got hit yeah. by that hose and y'all yeah. got. If you was there faking it or not, that reality hit you at some point, Thanks. nigga. And that's the. Those, those crowds were a lot smaller. Them crowds were a lot smaller, nigga. And it's so with this era we live in now, it's easier to fake it. You can fake it all fucking day, nigga. It's niggas talking about don't wear Gucci right now in a whole Gucci outfit right now. Niggas saying you know, don't don't wear Gucci who have never wore like in real life. Besides these glasses, I've never. Yeah. I, I just don't. It yeah. costs too much for me. Yeah, it costs too much for what I think is worth. Yeah, like nigga, this is a black polo with three red, uh, a red black. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't like I don't want to pay it for this. And right? that's the thing It's... but you won't buy your man's yeah. polo. That's got the same yeah. cotton blend or whatever. Yeah. You like, oh nigga, that's too much. I'm not paying fifty dollars yeah. for that. But you about to pay two twelve or whatever. Oh uh, nigga, I, um, it's funny. I uh, I I bought shorty some flowers, um, and I ain't, I ain't gonna get into the price and all that. But somebody hit me in the DMs. I posted them on the gram, whatever. Somebody hit me. I in started DM. following that page. Yeah, they said it was black yeah, owned. Black owned. She, hey man, shout out to the flower darling uh, and the owner Benay. That's like Renee with a B. Um, shout out to her. She hooked me up. But uh, somebody hit me in the DM like, "Yo, how much was that bouquet like specifically?" And I told him how much I paid, and I was like, "She got various sizes, so you don't have to get the one. You can get the exact one I got, but smaller." And a little bit less. And I told him how much mine was specifically. I ain't that nigga that's going to oh, hit me in my DM for prices. No, I'm going to tell you right up front. This how much the shit was. And the motherfucker was like. Nah, that's too much. Literally. That's exactly what they said. And then the nigga sent me some flowers he was thinking about getting for his girl. From pro something flowers.com or some shit. They literally were $20 less 
than the flowers from this black. And this, you finna go support a motherfucker who about to make billion. They finna make their whole year today. Mm, facts. And you finna go support them as opposed to a black lady that's got a small store in Troy trying to make it for $20. That nigga, okay. And, but that's what we be on as black people, man. So ultimately, yo, believe in what you want to believe in. Floyd, you a suck ass nigga. I don't fuck with you. Um, and whatever stance you take in any of this shit, just stay consistent, man. That's that's what I respect. Be consistent in your stance. If you telling me we doing all black everything for the rest, do that shit today. Don't stop three months from now, nigga. Um, and yeah, man, fuck Gucci though. But people are different because you know how we yeah. how we transition into the interrupted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the I the Ali, um, the Ali Summit Summit. Yeah, man. Uh, so. If you have not gone on YouTube and watched any episode of Uninterrupted, you're missing out on some gems. But there's one, the most recent one, uh, is about the Ali Summit. Uh, Uninterrupted, that's Bron, right? Is that a Bron? I feel like that's a Bron thing. I'm not sure. Uh, Uninterrupted is it's just a dope sports series. Um on YouTube. That's the only place it's available, right? I believe I don't so. think I've seen it nowhere else. But anyway, it's on YouTube. Uh, just type in Uninterrupted Documentary. You'll get all I the I know episodes. that one specifically is on there for the month of February. Yep, yep. And so, it's hashtag Black, Black History Month, so, so you can find it. I don't know where it goes after that. It could yeah. be, I don't know. But, but uh, the, the episode that Jay and I watched is on the Ali Summit. If you're not familiar with the Ali Summit, uh, back in 1960-something. Long, long, long time yeah, ago. Yeah, long, long, long time ago. Long time ago. Strip business started in Africa. <laughs> uh, but back in, in the 60s, during the Vietnam War, if you're not familiar, uh, Muhammad Ali, Cassius Clay at the time, uh, well, Cassius Clay just before the Ali Summit, uh, he was drafted. And he was drafted to go to the Vietnam War. And he very famously said, them Viet Cong ain't never called me a nigger. And I ain't going over there. I'm not going over there. I'm not fighting this war, nigga. And he went on to join the Nation of Islam. And he held the Ali Summit. The Ali Summit. The Ali Summit was Muhammad Ali and 11 other prominent black athletes. like From all sports. From all sports. Basketball. You had Bill Russell. You had Jim Brown. You had people yeah. that were up there. Basketball, football, yeah. boxing. Yeah. And, I mean, you're talking about the best of the Track best. Stars, like, And he held this summit to basically say, fuck y'all. Well, so so look, the, the summit, where, well, things are a lot like they are right now. Mm-hmm. Because black people, we all have a common enemy, for for lack of a better term, mm -hmm. or a common oppressor. But the black folks is not always on the same page, right? Yeah. Um, they didn't like the Nation of Islam. Nope. Other black people did not like the Nation of Islam. Nope. They was mad, like, all right, we get you, but, like, why you align yourself with, with them? them, yeah. Like, first you were just hanging with them, but now, like, you officially with them. You didn't change, change your, name. your name and all that. And so they came together. Yeah. We need to. We got to talk, fam. Yeah. Like we need to have an actual discussion. Yeah. And I need to find out like what's going on. Yeah. And they went in there and they was in there for hours and he mm -hmm. was like, because they thought, this is my opinion, they thought this nigga just didn't want to go to the to the war to the war. Yeah. And they thought you was doing all this, uh, the quote unquote black Muslim is what how they referred to him. Yeah. Just did not do it, and they was left out there was like, 
no, fam, you changed my mind. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with you 100 percent because they didn't agree. No, they wanted to hit. They wanted him to go. Yeah, I got the impression that they wanted him to go, and they was about to come over there and convince him, like, hey, nigga, uh, go ahead and go. You know what I like in uninterrupted though? I liked when some of the athletes that they were interviewing, like current day, present yeah. day, were saying, "Hey, nigga, I served." I served in the war. Joe Lewis served in the war. Yeah. All these Jim Brown served in. Everybody up here served in the military at some point. That was generally the transition for a lot of our black musicians and athletes back then. And they'll then. give you, they won't make you, well, depending on how much they like you, they won't yeah. put you in the war. They had yeah. you in there doing. Hey, because we're going to keep you safe. Yeah. And Dog was breaking it down. He was like, hey, during the season, we went and we served on a weekend. Off season, we went over there for like a week at a time. And. We all made it back. We all safe. But niggas served. But he was like, I couldn't be mad at Muhammad Ali for his stands. Because he said, this is a religion. And he's like, listen, yeah. unless my life is actually in danger or yeah. I'm not, I can't kill unless we in the holy war. The holy war. And unless Jesus is going to be in it. Like. And he said it as direct as he could. Like, hey, I'd like to believe that all of us would fight if God told us to. Mm. But... Uh, nevertheless, man, Muhammad Ali held this summit, and I just I found it super powerful for a, a number of reasons. One, the caliber of athlete that was up there. Like again, today having a, a Jim Brown that would be having a that was a Jim Brown I used to like. Yeah, because Jim Brown been wilding recently, but yeah, he um, just did some stance. I shouldn't care throw his whole character away. Yeah, no, no, no. Because I have he fought uh, the good <laughs> fight for real, for real. But, but I have, yeah. But, but like it was divided, and uh, but I that was the Jim Brown that I that I liked. You know what Jim Brown said during this uh, uninterrupted that really hit me. He said the backlash was not gonna be any worse than the discrimination we were going through. Mm. Yeah. That that hit a nigga. Dog. What you gonna do? For, what like? Oh, you gonna you gonna call me a nigga twice instead Fam. of once, or four times instead of five times? Or Muhammad Ali, such a poignant motherfucker. Muhammad said, "I came back from the Olympics." a gold medalist. I fought, boxed for my country. I represented my country. I went over to Russia. I beat these niggas to fuck up. I won the gold medal. I went back to my hometown of Kentucky, and I said, I know I can go downtown, because it was illegal back then for blacks to go and eat downtown. He said, I know I can go into one of them downtown restaurants and eat. Walked in there, and that white woman said, uh, sir, we cannot serve Negroes. And he said, I was wearing my gold medal. And what he didn't say on Uninterrupted, but what did happen, and I've heard him say in other interviews, he walked out that restaurant, went to a bridge, and threw that gold medal in the fucking lake. Because mm. what do this mean? Nothing. If I just won this as a representative of my country and can't eat in my own city. One of them referenced, like, the bus that we went to to get to the events yeah. was segregated. Yeah. Like, so... Yeah. They were saying, like, yo, like, when Dog was like, fam, I was on the bus reading this book by the Honorable Elijah Muhammad, and our owner, Art Modell, who, yeah, if you know football, you know Art Modell, walked up to me and said, yeah, don't read this. You can't read that book. Fam, how you telling me what I could read? I, I, I have a copy of Message to the Black Man. I suggest you read it. Hey, but you know what, though? It wasn't but a few years prior to all this that they was telling us we couldn't read. So, again, when you talk about ownership in football, these niggas don't just feel like they own in teams. A lot of these white men feel like they own the people, the players, the product. So what I did think, which was interesting, uh -huh. and I want to keep it 100, 
when we look at what was how they took they took a stance and they yeah. all came together yeah. and then Jim Brown like walked away. Yeah. Uh they weren't making as much money. Oh, not nearly. As like they some of them people had like regular jobs too. Uh-huh. Like, in the so off season, yeah. So like this this wasn't like life changing or life altering money. For some it was. Yeah. But not like for everybody. Yeah. Everybody at the Ali Summit wasn't Bill Russell and Jim Brown. Yeah. Yeah. Um and then Jim Brown, he had a a movie star career or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like I think like Right now, it should be easier for you to walk away. Because there's an absurd amount of money in these sports. Like, granted, if you've made, I get it. Yo, I made uh, $30 million in my career, and I'm living like a nigga who's going to continue to make another 30 and another 30. Well, fam, change your lifestyle a little bit. Because you give me $30 million right now, I am set for my life, my kid's life, and their kid's life. Fam. I'm okay with 30 mil right now. Really? Flat rate. Like I've, I've run, I won't go. I'm, I ran the math. If you gave me one million dollars cash money, I yeah. could live off that shit for 20 years. Yeah, you said that on this pod before. Like, like, fam, I there are. If you feel like walking away from whatever money you've earned thus far in whatever sport, and I get it, everybody in the NFL specifically isn't. A two hundred million dollar athlete. Yeah. I get that. Everybody in the NFL isn't someone who's been in the league long enough to have made a hundred mil or ninety mil. But y'all niggas, at some point, what I what I what I do I would what I what I would like to see is mm-hmm. less of the show, more of the action. Mm-hmm. Because everything some every time something happens, okay, y'all came out in black t shirts. Or y'all wrote Trayvon on y'all shoes and y'all hooped in the game, mm-hmm. but then that's where that's where it that's ends. where it ends. Like you, um, if you realize how much power that you're actually wielding, yeah. When I'm a LeBron James, like if LeBron James, yeah. or if it was a KD, yeah. or Steph, because Steph is like the good guy of yeah. the league. So if I if I if I made a stance, like I wouldn't expect it from Steph. Yeah, the quote unquote white America wouldn't expect a, a, a giant stance from you on any particular subject, which was yeah. when they told him we wasn't going to the White House. Like, that was a thing. Yeah. For me, like, what? I know when, um, when like, the other night, LeBron had on his I'm with Cap football jersey, uh, which they've sold out, by the way, but you can go to Kaepernick.com or Cap. I can't. It might be Kaepernick7.com. But either way, go to his website, try to get a jersey or a T-shirt. They've been selling out, but they be replenishing them. Um but Brian had on his jersey the other night. Walk, you know when they got the NBA players walking to the locker room and shit. He had his jersey on, but he didn't say nothing about it. What does "I'm with Cap" mean? Like, what are you with him with? Like you, you like probably. You, I, I my assumption would be just not watching the NFL, not supporting the NFL. Because beyond that, I don't know. What I don't. It can I, be. I don't know that Colin Kaepernick ever said he's not watching the NFL no more. All I know is because he still practices every day because he wants yeah, to play because he like, want. I don't now, like. I I said this about a year ago because it was last season when I made the statement, but I think it holds even more true now. Colin Kaepernick can't go back to the league now. Like, no, he literally can't. Yeah, no. Oh, I know he's out, but I'm saying even if they came to that man and said, "Yo, here go a billion dollar contract right now," like come be our starting court. Like now, you can't go. So people ask like, well, why don't you watch the NFL? Currently? Yeah. Like I didn't like, I didn't like the Colin Kaepernick situation, right? Yeah. 
um, I particularly didn't like ESPN and how they covered it because I think they actually started the the situation. Mm. So I don't watch ESPN often um, either, actually. But the reason is, like, I think I feel that the NFL owners got together and yeah. said, hey, no one – yeah, Hi, don't no one picks him up specifically because it stands. Oh, they colluded against that, right? So, which is the reason why I have this million dollar, multi million dollar yeah. lawsuit against him? Yeah. So it's different than like him just not getting the job. Like I literally think that the NFL owners got together and said, "We don't want this man yeah. playing football yeah. anymore." No, he's been blackballed, and that don't sit well with me. So I'm like, you know what? I'm yeah. gonna sit out. It's kind of left a little sour taste yeah. in my pause. Whatever, whatever. So like, cool. I mean, yeah. if it's on television, I watch it. You know what I'm saying? Or if I'm at somebody's house and it's, and it's on, on yeah. I'm not about to nigga have no argument with you. Like yeah. it is what it is. I'm not. I don't think that when when I'm not watching it, like the NFL is gonna go bankrupt. But like, if mm-hmm. it's something I don't really rock with, I don't really support. Eh, I'm a. I'm a just gonna. I'm gonna fall back from it. Yeah. I don't mean I'm about to. Be like, I can't believe I saw Ant watching the NFL or yeah. all this nigga got on his glasses or like yeah. I, I I think that's too much. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But like that's why I don't I don't fuck with it. And I think it is like, and if you saying that I'm with Cap, like well Cap was frozen out. Yeah, and because he was because he was taking a stance on something important. Yeah, and that he deemed important. So when you say you with Cap, like what is the stance that you taking? What do you deem that's important mm. that you're willing to give something up? Something yeah. not give something up that 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 you don't actually participate in. Yeah. It's easy for you not to go rock some Gucci because you don't buy Gucci. Yeah. But if you watch football every Sunday, that may have an impact on your life. Yeah. Can you give up something that you like for a particular reason? It's like if you give up something for Lent, like you can't yeah. give up something that you don't really do all the time. Like yeah. can you, like when you say I'm with this person. <laughs> Niggas be giving up bullshit for Lent. Nigga, I'm not going to get any fucking... Facials. I'm like, nigga, I ain't never had a... Like, what? <laughs> yeah, niggas be on bullshit for land. But uh, was kind of fucked up and kind of connecting it to the Ali thing because it's so directly uh, related. Kaepernick gave up his career. Ali gave up his career for three years. He was put in jail, nigga. And, like, that That's man wild. literally went to prison because it was illegal to dodge the draft. And he not only dodged it, he did it publicly and openly, and they happily took that nigga to prison. Three years. He was in the prime of his career. That wasn't like... Nigga, Kaepernick was in his prime. Granted, he had had a couple down years and shit, but you were still... You wasn't coming back from no super life-changing injury or nothing like that. Like, you were in the prime of your abilities. Ali was the fucking... They stripped that nigga his belt. Took him right in that bitch. Kaepernick gave up so much, and we can't give up as little as watching the motherfucking game. So that's, and again, I'm not expecting niggas to, I'm not asking yeah. niggas to, Which but I just find that funny. I find it funny how the people I see on my timeline talking about mm-hmm. insert person here, insert Floyd, insert um, yeah. Kodak Black, yeah. insert whomever, because they said they were in a good like, yeah, you are blatantly supporting yeah. the NFL, right? Uh like you, you blatantly support Robert Kraft. Yeah, Tom Brady. Yo, um, I've said it a million times. I don't respect no black Patriots fans. I just don't. I just don't. I don't like the 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 outrage on one and not the other. Yeah. yeah. So all that anger and yeah. that you got for like it, like just yeah. just chill out. Take the anger out. If you don't if you don't like something, don't put your 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 your, your power your support behind it. Yeah. But don't down somebody else because they have a different viewpoint than yeah. you on a particular item. It don't mean that they. Different don't mean deficient. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. they, they, they want to attack this situation in a different way. Yeah. 
Hey, believe in what you believe in, but if you black and you're a Patriots fan, you're Uncle Tom ass nigga. Anyway, um, no, I, I agree with you, man. And I thought that this documentary, something else that was said that because when you get a lot of these athletes who almost like refuse, like blatantly refuse to get behind some of this shit. Cause I see a lot of people, what's dog's name that was uh kneeling with Kaepernick, Eric Reed. Yeah. And he had been put out of the league and got blackballed for a year. And then uh, the Panthers, Carolina, came and picked him up. And he just signed a $20 million contract two days ago. Um, and he still takes a knee every Sunday, by the way. And, like, the guys in this joint, the 11 guys or so yeah, that yeah. was in here, they were like, look, this wasn't even about us. But we yeah. knew that standing with him, yeah, that we was going to get messed up. Yeah. And some of these guys, their career was over after this. They risked they whole this guy – Walter Beach yeah. talking right now. And I'm going to tell you exactly what he's saying right now because I wrote it down. On this clip, he said, I knew I wasn't going to play football all of my life. But I do know the rest of my life I had to be a man. Ooh, these niggas was getting deep on them, dog. Like, this was some powerful shit. These was real men right here. And that's my thing. If you're going to take a stance, one side or the other, be strong in your stance. Have, have some belief in your stance. Don't just sit up here and bullshit me to death and talk me to death. And guess what? If this is not something that's in your heart of hearts, then don't participate yeah, in it. Yeah, yeah, big facts. Don't participate in it because this is what everybody's doing or mm -hmm. this is what your fans and your, your, your peoples and your, and your fam is doing. But, like, look, yeah. if this is not something that deeply impacts me, don't yeah. take no giant stands just to be taking one because yeah. you're going to fuck your life up. Yeah. And it's not going to be worth it if this is not something that you really believe in. I don't need you to come fake the funk on my, on my protest, on my revolution. Like, you ain't got to do it because it, it's unnecessary, nigga. Like... Um, I I just feel like if you maybe even if you've been on the fence or on the ropes about this whole NFL shit and the Kaepernick shit and just kind of athletes in general and shit banning uh, these these brands and these luxury brands and all these people watch uninterrupted on YouTube and just kind of get a feel for the it's stance. Like, it's only like twenty taking. minutes. It's twenty minutes. Uh, shit, nineteen to be exact. Like it's it's short, but it's powerful. Um, so go to YouTube, type in uninterrupted documentary. That's what she said. Uh, so no. <laughs> yeah. she didn't it's it. short and it's powerful. <laughs> nigga. Uh, but now, man, because we, we didn't got real on y'all, man. Let's let's transition for a minute, Jay. All right. Because we had some uh we had something happen on BET last Oh, hold up. Wait, real quick, real quick, before we get into BET. Some somebody else told me to touch on. Uh did you watch the Grammys? No. All right. I don't watch award shows, but a lot of people had stuff to say about Alicia Keys being a host. Okay. And J-Lo performing the Motown. Uh, Black folks are racist. Uh, no. So, okay. We so right. racist. So, hold, on. <laughs> hold on. Real quick. All right. Because, yeah, we about to lighten it up on y'all real quick. All right. So, let's start with Alicia Keys being a host. Somebody, I saw somebody on Facebook say something like, Alicia Keys ain't been the same since she stole Mashonda Man and whoop, 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 whoop. But I was like, my comment, literally, and it got deleted. I commented, I was like, but she hosting the Grammys. Like, she hosts, I don't care if you don't think she sings the same or she's as talented or she ain't had a hit. She's hosting the Grammys. This is huge, nigga. I just want you to recognize how fucking rich that Alicia Keys and Swiss Beats are. Nigga, ridiculous levels. Swiss Beats got a whole fucking cause stat. The shit we have downtown, he has in his living room, 
nigga. And he roller skates around that bitch. This nigga be roller skating in this house. And, and, nigga, and doing it comfortably, nigga. If I roller skate around the house, I'm bumping into mad shit. Uh, Alicia Keys is doing fine in life. I forgot Mashonda existed. And Mashonda cool as shit. I, I they be over God. there co-parenting. They got a whole book together, all three of them and shit. And they talking about this blended family shit. Why are you mad if they not mad? Why are you mad? And here's my thing. I know Alicia Keys is mixed. I hear y'all. Whatever. So was Barack Obama. And he's like everybody's favorite black person, according to black Twitter and shit. So my point with that being, how you hating on this black woman that's up here on the stage hosting the Grammys? Which I think they and said she just like did the, the music. Yeah. Instead of t- telling jokes, nigga. I was on. I was doing. She played, and I didn't watch, but I did see the clip. She played two pianos at the same time. Nigga, she had a piano on her left and one on her right, and she squatted in a chair, Dwayne Wayne style, in the middle of the motherfuckers, and played a fucking sonnet. Give her respect, fam. Alicia Keys is so uber level talented. Fem, do you realize how difficult that is? I took piano lessons for a good month or so. I can, I can play a good two and a half songs. She played two and a half pianos out that month. One and two quarters. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I can play chopsticks on you niggas. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Alicia Keys. Man, stop hating on Alicia Keys. That's so, my. So, I was online. Yeah. And everybody was talking about when they announced that J-Lo was going to do a Motown tribute. <laughs> like, on Twitter, they roasted the shit out of her. Oh, so man. I was just kept seeing. So I asked, like, so is it strictly because she not black that y'all don't want her to do it? But everybody responded to me like, no, it's because she can't sing. Yeah. And I was like, not that I, I'm a big J-Lo fan of her yeah, music. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't know that was a thing, though. Yeah. Like, like. That just everybody just knows that she can't sing. Is yeah. that is that is that a so? Thing? That was what I was seeing a lot of. I was seeing a lot of she not black. While we have or all black people so quick to just give our culture away to other people. And I was like, fam, if you think J Lo is the first non black to sing a fucking Motown hit, how you think? Uh, how you think Motown got rich? Hmm. But what I'm saying is, but uh, yeah, should, no, should, and should, I should, saw p- people should, saying J Lo can't sing. Should other cultures not pay tribute to Motown? To, because if that's where they got all their style from. But you know what's fucked up? If other cultures didn't play, pay tribute to Motown, then we'd be mad that other cultures aren't paying. Because what's funny is I've been seeing this a lot over the last, I would say, eight months to a year. Pop culture is black culture. Facts. And I believe that pop culture currently especially is black culture. But nigga, if we saying that pop culture and black culture are fucking synonymous, then they go. Everybody else going to sing it. J Lo might it. do a fucking Motown tribute. I heard she did a good job. I heard she did a really good job. And then Smokey Robinson said, "Fuck you, niggas." But then I saw somebody comment on Smokey's little post, and they said, "Okay, tiny." <laughs> <laughs> and I laughed for like an hour and a half because that nigga do look like. So tiny. this is my thing though. <laughs> y'all niggas be really, really fucking black online. Yeah, man. Y'all be down all the way fuck online. Yeah. And then uh Small Business Saturdays come out and I don't see none of y'all niggas. <sighs> these niggas. All these pop-up shops be popping up and you like, nah, I don't see none of y'all niggas. They be at motherfucking white ass Macy's. Um I just feel like they was hating on J Lo. They was hating on Leash Keys. Uh, I, again, I didn't watch it, but I heard Neo saying some shit during the Motown this shit. This is what I don't want, man. Neo Black. I don't want y'all to make it cool to spot the racism so much that no one actually sees the real racism. Yeah. 
Like y'all on some boy that cry. Well, it's wolf like some shit. boy that cry wolf shit. Straight up, nigga Jinx. Uh, at a certain point, people will stop listening to us. And I think that's the point. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Quit hating on J Lo, man. She got up there. She sang a song. For all accounts that I've heard, she did a good job. She didn't sound bad. She stayed in her pocket. Niggas, um, be, niggas who can't sing be killing me telling about how people can't sing. Hey, because when Trey Songz got up there and tried to sing Purple Rain in front of Prince, y'all ain't tell that nigga he was trash. Can Trey Songz sing? No. That nigga's trash. I hate Trey Songz from the bottom of my black ass heart, and I don't give a fuck that he black. I don't give a fuck what award show was on. That nigga's trash. He ass, he ass, he ass. And don't ever try to sing Prince again, nigga. I'll fight you. But anyway, that nigga got up there and didn't. Know how to sing and women was oh Trey songs ain't got no shirt. Immediately talking about how somebody yeah can't sing can't sing. Where, yeah. where your songs at? Yeah. Family? Oh nigga, mine is on my uh, MacBook. I got oh, the bitches shit. on record. Anyway, uh, now I I had to get that little Grammy shit out the way. But now we can transition onto some more black shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, our girl Lena Waithe is back. Um, but not with the shy. We got a couple yeah. more months on the shy. That'll be back in April. But she is back with. Boomerang. Boomerang. Boomerang on BT. And uh shout out to one of my homies. She uh from high school. She uh she stay on ATL and yeah. uh, she be doing like the set designs and the wardrobe and shit. Oh, she Liddy. be behind Liddy. on damn near everything. Mm. But uh yeah. So uh out before we even go into Boomerang the TV show, uh it is based loosely initially at least it seems like because it no, felt loose i know it's based off the movie and halle berry's involved and all this shit behind the scenes or whatever i heard halle berry's gonna be on some of these episodes it's 100 based off I, but i said it's loosely based because them first two episodes nigga if it wasn't for them just continuing to say marcus graham Mark, yeah nigga that shit ain't feel like boomerang however here's my bias right up front i'm giving it to niggas boomerang is one of my top Six favorite movies of all time. I think it's the best romantic comedy ever made. Any genre, white, black, whatever the fuck you want to call it. Boomerang is fucking brilliant. It was ahead of its time. And Eddie Murphy had me thinking that if I was in advertising, I could live in a crib in New York as big as that fucking loft he was in. Not knowing that that shit in New York probably cost $17 billion, nigga. Um, Boomerang was probably the first movie that I remember... Outside of like a coming to America where it was royalty, so we were seeing black people with money. It was all black cast. It was all black cast. First of all, all black cast. Which was but it was thing? like all black, like working people. These were like young. I don't know if you if you've seen uh, the interview with Eddie Murphy and he was on the Tonight Show, uh, and like that was a thing. Yeah. And they was like, "This is not believable. No one's yeah. gonna believe that all these black people just like work." Because yeah. at the time, you seen Boys in the Hood, yeah. all that stuff. They was like. And Damn, it's a whole it was like a country. I mean, yeah. it was like a controversy, and people was writing articles like, "Yeah." And guess what? All the classic black black movies that we like, yeah, all of them did horrible in the back, box office. Big facts. Like none of them Big did facts. good. Yeah. By the way, so, um, I just I, I love that movie. I can watch that movie any time of day. It's one of my favorites. So going into this show, I'm already on edge because I'm like, "Who shit?" Because I don't like. Same thing like when we was talking about coming to America too. I just be feeling like, fam, drop some new shit. Ain't nothing new. I don't want to. It ain't new in regards to idea, but it is new in regards to presentation. You don't need to give me boomerang again, nigga. You gave it to me once and it was phenomenal. 
I like this show, dog. I can't. I watched it that first time we was texting. Me and Jay was like, you know, the shit was alright. It was cool. I watched it again this morning and uh, a couple times last night. Yeah, I ain't second and third time around, bro. I ain't, I ain't really digging. It, and now, so they only aired two episodes. First two episodes came on. What was that last night that they aired? Or Tuesday night. So the first two episodes aired on Tuesday night. Uh, it centered around what's her name, Simone Graham, mm-hmm. who is uh, Marcus Graham's daughter. Marcus Graham and I cannot remember Halle Berry's name for shit from the movie. But Eddie Murphy and Halle Berry's daughter. Uh, is who the the show is filmed around and centered around. Uh, her name's Simone. She is also in advertising. She takes over their agency. Uh, well, she works for them. Well, agency. yeah, yeah, she works for her dad's agency. Yeah. Um, she ain't in no control at all. Yeah, she in none. Uh, so on the first episode, ah, uh, shit, it was her and the little brother from Everybody Hates Chris. All right, off top, I have an issue I with his think, casting. I couldn't think of where. I think he's doing a good job, though. No, honest. no, no. I He did okay. Here's where I don't like his casting, and I don't feel like he's believable. And it ain't got shit to do with him. I feel like they would have done better with, like... So when I initially... I'll, I'll, I'll give you mine. I, I didn't watch Everybody Hates Chris. It, all right, so that might be it, because I watch that shit all the time. I thought that show was great. Uh... When I initially turned this on, and I was kind of like getting ready to watch it, but I was still I like... I think about where he came from, so yeah, now that yeah, helps me. It's I'm the like, little brother from Everybody Hates Chris. So I was putting like... I was making some little popcorn and shit. Wasn't he cool on the show? Oh, he was like the cool... Because he was Chris's younger brother, but he was bigger than so Chris. So Basically. Oh, okay. Um, But he was hella cool. He was literally bigger than... Yeah, yeah, Little yeah. Chris Rock. I catch it. He was cooler. He had some... You know, he had the chicks. Like, he was smooth. But he was a little kid. Nigga, when I tell you that little nigga looks, he hasn't grown. He's he little bow out. He of still looks like a child. He little bow out of me. I don't see you as a grown. So now y'all got him on here playing this smooth grown ass nigga. I can't but get it. You an adult? Yeah. And you're older than him. Yeah. So when Eddie Murphy, yeah, when we when we watched Boomerang, they was older than us. Big facts. I don't know how a, somebody who's younger than him looks at him. Big facts. You know what I'm saying? I could see that. Because But even Eddie Murphy had the thick ass Keith Washington mustache in the movie and shit. Like, I don't know. This nigga just your, looks like a child. For, for an example, yeah. your parents probably always look old to you. Yeah. Even when they was in their late twenties and shit yeah. like that. You look at pictures now and be like, oh, this nigga was young. But like My dad had a beard when he was eleven, nigga. That nigga grew up hard. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so but, like I don't I, I don't, you know. So no, nah, but when I was when I was getting ready for it, I'm making my popcorn, I'm putting some hot sauce on the popcorn and shit, and I got it on in the background. When I initially kind of peeked out the corner of my eye, I thought that he was Mac Wilds. Oh, okay. Initially. So then when I went and sat down and like got into it, I was like, oh shit, that ain't Mac. And then not only was I seeing the little brother from Everybody Hates Chris for the rest of the episode, I was like, I feel like Mac just would have did a, a better job. I don't know. I feel like if they was going to get a, a youthful looking light skinned dude, Mac Wilds would have been more believable. I don't know, man. I don't know. It was Mac, something about it, man. Mac kind of shaky for me. Remember the joint he did with Virginia King last year? When he was the cop that killed a white kid? Well, yeah. I, Mac Wilds is a cop, ain't I feel like this was more of a Mac yeah. Wilds. Because I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I like, didn't like I forgot about that show. I man. wish we was I wish we was recording. Oh, that man. I forgot about that show. Because that uh, was a ooh, that was a good shit that we would get up. Yeah, we could have pulled something from that show. Anyway. Uh, but uh, no, I, I I was feeling like Mac Wilds would have done a better job in this particular. And not that Dog did a bad job. It was just, I saw I'm him as one thing. Like the, I, I like it starting off. Okay. It's because I like how they smoothly introduce what was going on without coming out and directly saying what yeah. was going on. They just walked right into it. Like, I, I understood 
that her father yeah. was Eddie's character. Yep. And I understood, or Marcus yeah, yeah. Um, Graham, and I understood that the young guy looks up to him and he yeah. wants to be him. Like yeah. him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, I mean, that's what happened when you're young. And and, if you remember Boomerang the movie, uh, Marcus Graham was like, the advertising guru like niggas loved him he was when he first bumped into robin givens on the elevator and he told her hey you know i'm marcus graham she goes you're marcus graham nigga. like if you in that world you're well known nigga you're a legend so you would think if he then created the graham agency now, or whatever who is the big girl supposed to be that was the older lady, right? Yeah. Uh, sh- I don't think that she's because they kept saying like they referred to like she helped start she, the joint. Like, yeah. It, was that a? So I don't think she's a. I feel like she's just kind of a loose addition, like okay. that they threw in there. Yeah. I don't because she wasn't anybody from, and that that actress and pardon me, I don't know her name, but that actress is old enough to have been in or at least to have been a part of the original Boomerang. So yeah. like she wasn't in it for sure. Hello, Keith. Don't forgive me. I ain't watched Boomerang in a while. Yeah, they didn't. He didn't start his own company at that in the point. movie. No. Okay. So, so this was what afterward. happens at the very end of Boomerang the movie? He was trying to get Hallie back. He didn't. Um, Dad broke up because he had almost. Well, he did cheat on him with Robin Givens, and then he was finna fuck Robin Givens again. And Robin Givens was like, if you, about to get on the nigga. Whoop, 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 and he was like, You're right. He was like, yo, like, I just realized in this moment I'm in love with somebody. And she was like, Angela. That was Halle Berry name, Angela. And she was like, well, if you're in love with Angela, why are you here with me? And he was like, you're right. Exactly, nigga. And he got her to fuck up off him. Uh, ooh, Robin Givens was a bad motherfucker back in the day, boy. But uh, he got up out of there. And then he quit because he was working like Robin Givens was his boss. Yeah. So he quit. And then Angela had gone on to another agency because she had quit after he cheated on her. So he went, he had started doing, you remember Angela used to do in a Boomerang movie, the art shit with the kids on the yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. So he started doing that for them because Angela was so into her new job or whatever. So no, at the end of the movie, he all he did was teach kids art. Yeah, He ain't do shit else. So another thing I liked, uh, yeah. which was very reminiscent yeah. of um, Martin was in Boomerang, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It was very reminiscent because like they went to the gym and, and they jumped on the motherfucking row machine. And I like how they was talking shit to each other. Like I thought they come. They that they, was probably my favorite scene of that first they episode. They actually seemed like friends. Like yeah. I can see that them they yeah. they was together and they was jokes yeah. and all that. Like, so you had uh, it was the three dudes. It was little brother from Everybody Hates Chris, who's like the main. He's the male lead. Yeah. And then his two friends. So one of them is like the super religious friend who I guess you would kind of liken to David Allen Greer's character in Boomerang. Uh, not that he was religious, but he was just kind of the quote-unquote cornier friend, a little bit more of a everyman sort of I thought he was more Martin. You thought he was? What? But with a twist. Yeah. So Martin was pro-black. Yeah, yeah, He pro-Jesus. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you I know can what I'm see. saying? See, he I was thinking. He always got a, like a, a, a one-liner about like God yeah, or something. Yeah. He was like, no, the the black ball, the eight ball. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Martin was on his shit. That movie was fucking phenomenal, nigga. But uh, the other friend was the the bisexual friend with the uh, Does Do they know he's bisexual? So I don't know because he was texting with Simone in episode two yeah, on, I don't on think the, the Lolo. Yeah. I don't know that they know either, and I feel like that might be an art that they go into later. But because I, I thought that too, I didn't even catch the text till I rewatched it. 
And then, I, because, you know, you be listening to TV, but you ain't always focused directly on it. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, we getting ahead on episode two. Uh, but I did love that scene. That was sort of a, a homage to the movie. Like, yo, this is one of the more iconic scenes from that movie. Yeah. Uh, when they was on the road machines at the gym, he ain't hit the Twizzard. Like, that shit was just great. So I, I appreciated them doing that. Um, but, yeah, but the whole thing, it starts off with um, Simone pretty much, she quitting. Because yeah. they got a whack. Well, the current the commercial wasn't that whack. It was pretty funny to me, to be yeah. perfectly honest. But it was a '90s commercial. And I'm like, though, why are we doing a '90s commercial? Yeah. And like, fam, '90s was 30 years ago. Yeah. And you what they what say, saying? oh, this felt like an H Town video. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? So she quit, and you know, her dad called her. You seen his name? Like, is Eddie Murphy ever gonna pop up on an episode? I think that he should. You know, what I, I kind of I want him to. It would um, lend the show credibility off rip. Definitely, because I I don't think that just saying hey Halle Berry is behind this is enough. Like you gotta pull pull in the big dog, yeah. like pull in Eddie. But um, anyway, yeah, they they filming a commercial. Uh, Simone doesn't like it. What's dog's name? I cannot remember. Everybody hate Chris brother name on the show, and I just watched this shit like three hours ago. Bryson. It was Bryson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, Bryson, he had the better idea for the commercial. And I they thought. were just, you know, yeah. kicking and shit like, no, I'm young. Yeah. It was low-key. Low I like the idea. It was like, no, we want to do everything. Yeah. He said, we want to buy our mama a house. Yeah. We want to be in the club. We want to go to church every Sunday just to make sure we don't go to hell. Yeah. We want to do all this. But we got to be present to do everything. So, yeah. boom, I need this energy drink so I can always be available yeah. because we – Young, gifted, and talented, or whatever. Young, black, yeah. and gifted. And then ad exec lady, come, dude, come in like, man, that, that was, was good. good. Yeah. And like, oh, shit. I didn't know y'all yeah. was listening. I'm like, damn. Yeah. So at first, I'm thinking, like, dog, I don't want him to get his start like this. This yeah. That's too easy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I was happy that it didn't work out because I'm like, dog, that's going to be too easy yeah. for first episode. You get yeah. one pitch and. And it's over, niggas, curtains. Uh, and they, they did the commercial. So I, right, that first episode, they went into the strip club. I, that felt off to me, like that scene. Like I didn't. Simone goes into the strip club. She sees I don't know old girl name, but she from the Gram. Uh, I, the dark skin girl. Yeah, I I know her from some. She from the Gram. She okay. an Insta comedian, uh, oh. and a lot of a lot of women think she's funny. She didn't have some skits that I thought was cool. Some that I I don't know. She be, I ain't gonna get into it. I got a point I want to make. I'm gonna say it off. I'm gonna say it off. Offline, because I don't know if it's <laughs> offensive or not. Hey, and you are not offended. I don't know if it's fair or not. Tell so these we'll, niggas they ain't offended. We'll, we'll discuss offline. I'll bad, say it bad. next week. <laughs> but I, I had a problem with the the scene and or this casting. Yeah, for certain things of her, it was just interesting. Yeah, I'll uh, yeah, because we can get into it. Because I also didn't really dig certain casting, uh, and I'll leave that at that till the mics is off. But either way, um, they go into the strip club, and then Simone gets this idea. To have her do the commercial. I don't know, bro. So off rip, I, I know that old boy likes Simone. Big facts. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. he, he infatuated her. I yeah. already know. So he get a, he get a chance to, to run this big ad, and he asks old girl for help, and she take yeah. over. Yeah. She, honestly, she intercepted that whole shit. Yeah, she ran um, the play. She the smart. Yeah. She the smart devious one night, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And she's um she's bold. She's her father's and her mother's. Yeah, she's Marcus Graham's daughter, man. So she came in there, she did her thing. Uh, and nigga, you just hit on the whole point, because we ain't got to make this shit like yeah. motherfucking, uh, like the damn, like the Roots and Queen series, nigga. It was, uh, 
the show is going to be about Bryson trying to get at Simone um, or trying to, well, Bryson liking Simone. Mm. Uh, we don't know where this is going to play. So during the first episode, Simone calls up a little, you know, a little call up, a little 2 a.m. dick appointment. She called one of them up. Dog came through. He dicked Some her rapper. Down. Uh, yeah, he's a rapper. He's he, a rapper, and he's a rapper. Yeah, he came through, uh, gave her a little bit of that pipe work, and then she, he said something to her about wanting to get serious, and she hit him with that, oh, I don't want to do that, like, I, blah, blah, blah. And he yeah, was yeah. like, all right, well, next time you want some dick, don't call me, nigga. Which I could appreciate, because that's the stance I took, like, I'm 34 now. So probably about three or four years ago, I started getting tired of being, like, only some dick to chicks and shit. I was like, man, I'm grown as fuck. Like, if y'all ain't trying to do shit else, man, I ain't just getting this dick. I just got a text that T.I. dropped the diss track against Floyd. This dick ain't for free. Oh, shit. T.I. dropped a Floyd track. Like, come on, fam. Like, what are you doing? We got to play that shit. Like, what are you doing? I want to hear it now, nigga. Why he do that? (laughs) Like, what what are you doing? All right, we taking a fucking uh, brief (laughs) boomerang intermission that gave y'all this T.I. diss track. nigga, Nigga, exclusive. Live this weekend culture. Ti dissing the motherfucking. I like this beat though. You have purses, you grab, could feed some countries out in Africa. You just go buy a lamb, a Bugatti, or something else that depreciate when you drive it off the lot and holler, fuck it, but fuck it. I change the such. The greatest reward comes with some obligation. You owe the generation after you, since they gon' live in the world that you made. Man, where your gratitude? You act like one no more poor people struggling after you. Yeah, you were the lad, nigga, you trash. You wouldn't have never got big as you is if the folk in the hood was supporting your ass. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tia. I mean, that was from TMZ. They ain't gonna play the whole song. I hope that's not a whole, a whole fucking song. So listen, dog. I why like are you Ti? Why are you making a diss rap, diss track to a to a boxer? Same reason he jumped on the fucking shit with Kanye about Trump, where they did the back and forth. And then that shit was weak. And then look, I love. But three weeks later, when Kanye said, "Yeah, I still fuck with Trump," and Ti was like, "Oh, nigga, I can't believe, fam, you just did a song." Ti just wants some attention, bro. Like he, that's all it is. He y'all. really is salty about Tiny. Like, like, fam, I don't think Floyd wants Tiny. I'm just, I'm just gonna throw that out there. He, even if he do, like, how man. many times you gonna tell that man to stop? Like, anyway, it don't fucking matter. Floyd ain't gonna rap back. Ti ain't gonna box with him. Hey, them niggas could get some money though if they get in the ring. I'll watch that shit. I mean, Floyd. I take, ain't paid for a Floyd fight ever. I mean, I'm, Floyd taking on exhibitions right now. But look, like so, like yeah. So now I'm supposed to think that that Ti always been some kind of philanthropist or some shit or he not? I don't like dog. Do you not the messenger for this shit? I and I'm gonna literally tell you that Kanye shit was the moment I stopped fucking with Ti because you literally made a song with the nigga about the back and forth and the dialogue and the discourse about his stance on Trump. And then three weeks later, when Kanye said, "Yeah, this still my nigga. I'm still I whatever," Ti was like, "Dog, I can't believe after we did the song, bitch, 
His belief ain't changed, dog. You doing you're an opportunist. That's what Ti is. He's an opportunist. The same way Jesse Jackson was. Hey, they come to Ti when there's some black shit. We go to TMZ posting your song. We go to Ti. We go to Snoop. We go to all these Nick fam. Like, listen. I don't want to hear it, man. I like listen. Hate Floyd if you want to. I don't care all day. I don't like but that like, nigga. But, but I don't like, I ain't finna make no song neither. Though. What are you doing, fam? And I got bars, nigga, but I ain't going to bar Floyd to death. So I, I'll say it like this. Dude. Yeah. Brother Polite came to Floyd defense because they're friends. Yeah. And he said, okay, you want to talk about this? How about how about, you, how about you point out the fact that Floyd never drunk or did drugs or smoke, smoke weed, did drugs or drunk alcohol, and he proved that if you live a clean lifestyle, that you can be the best ever. You yeah. said Floyd got a black-owned business for clothing. Did you ever buy a TMT hat? Did you buy a TMT shirt? Mm. Like, how are you gonna be mad at that man for buying uh, a product from the quote from the white man? Did you buy his? Did you buy his shit from his black-owned business? Like, which mm. which one in the game? Like, yeah. I can always come up with a fucking argument yeah. or a fucking a narrative yeah. to make that shit sound like a great fucking meme or a great tweet. Yeah. But like in real life, like, what are we talking about? T.I. might be mad that Floyd ain't buy no a uh, cool clothing. Right. <laughs> What's up with the Aku? Boy, you ain't put on no Aku hat. Nigga, I seen you in more Louis rags and Louis this and Louis yeah. that than your own fucking clothes. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know, man. If them niggas ain't going to scrap, uh, scrap or rap. And I know Floyd ain't going to rap and T.I. ain't going to scrap. And I nigga, don't want to hear him rap. I do not. If Floyd get in there and record a bar, nigga. He's the only. I'm, I'm no one has dog. ever dropped the album on Filthy Rich Records. Boy. I'm fighting dog. Uh, yeah, man. So that was the I exclusive. I think that shit corny. Like yeah. I think that shit corny because this, you know what this sound like? What it sound like when regular niggas like myself make raps about rip, rich rappers. Mm-hmm. Now we got a rich rapper making a song about somebody who's even richer than him talking about. Yeah, you might got more money than me, but yeah. like, no, fam, this is not the lane. Like, come on, man. I saw fucking Tory Lanes came at a nigga that made a diss song about him, like a regular off the Twitter SoundCloud nigga. And Tory Lanez got in dog DM and was like, hey, nigga, I don't know who the fuck you think I am, but I'll beat your ass. Like, Tory Lanez, I'm like, Tory Lanez, that's a fucking regular nigga, bro. Like, relax. He ain't trying to really fight you, bro. But anyway, T.I. and Floyd, uh, y'all two niggas is little, and y'all niggas is like five uh, or two. Shout out to Joy, because she sent that link. Oh, shout out to the homie. Um, Yeah, I just, I don't care. Yeah, like, man. cause y'all two niggas have a personal beef, and I know that's where a lot of this energy is coming from. I one hundred percent believe that's yeah. why this whole. Thing- well, we know for a fact that's where Ti song came from. Floyd, I don't. It could. I really, but I also don't know that Floyd is like Floyd is so money driven and arrogant, and I just do what I want because I'm rich and I'm Floyd. That he very well could just be like, like I'm gonna wear Gucci. Floyd turns up on camera, on camera, and like the whole interview. Yeah. Like, so, cause it looked like. This white man was just standing there yeah. while he walked into the floor. No, they was already walking down the street together, and they were going to the store. Like, dog, I really believe that this nigga wanted to fuck with T.I. Eh, yeah, he could have. He could have. Um, either or way, man, y'all niggas, like, ain't, hey, y'all niggas ain't going to box. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, anyway, anyway, back to Boomerang. Back to Boomerang. Uh, second episode, game night. It's more of what we was just talking about. Bryson... Trying to, but like being subtle about getting at Simone. Yeah. Simone don't want no serious relationship, and they've been she, friends since since they, they was, was younger. Yeah, so I get it. Um, you know, dating somebody you've known for your whole life—that's a difficult transition. And, but for the dude, you know what though? I feel like that's more of a difficult transition for the 
woman than the guy. Like, if old girl is attractive, niggas don't give a fuck if we grew up with you. Facts. If you fine and you smart, and we know, like, you're, like, a person of good moral character and shit, or at least okay moral character, well, hey, is. niggas will get at you, bro. Yeah, but, I mean, that's the right, I mean, that's this TV. Yeah. And, you know, it got to be facts. a slow build for, Big facts. for it to Yeah, they can't happen. jump directly into that shit. And they like each other. Yeah. By the way. Um, but Simone also might be a little loose with that coochie. Uh, I, I really believe. Because during the game night, nigga, they invited the motherfucking uh, Uber type, Eats nigga all into type the shit. Of niggas. So listen, the reason I like this show, yeah. right, because I, I do like, like, I think it's okay. Because this is what I think happened. Boomerang came out 30 years ago, right? Yeah. Like literally. Yeah. 30 years uh, ago. Or was it 20 No, no, years? no, about 20. 20, 20. Years, so. yeah, it was, it, it was just, just had the 20 year anniversary. 20 anniversary. Yep, so yep. That shit came out 20 years ago. Yeah. So a lot of millennials yeah. didn't see that shit. Big facts. So they're going to watch this show and they're like, oh, this is a remake. Oh, this is a spinoff of the movie. And that's what they probably went to do. Yeah. Watch the fucking movie. Boomerang streams probably went all the way to fuck up. I would hope so because that shit is fucking excellent. Because uh, as I was typing it in, trying to get to the joint, I just kept coming up with the actual movie. So, boom. And the TV show. I mean, TV series. Yeah. Channel. Boomerang. But I liked it because it was kind of layered. I didn't realize that the preacher dude and the other home old girl used to be in a relationship. Was dating. Nah, yeah. I thought he just liked her because okay. he was looking at her from across the room yeah. and he she had kind of put her eyes down. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. And so I'm thinking like, oh, this nigga about to get his Mac game on because she's standing on the balcony. Yeah. And he put the, the, the thing around her, her shoulder. And, shit. Yeah. and then she threw that shit down. I'm like, oh, this nigga game weak. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> and then it kind of kind of kind of kind of tense. Then they start yeah. talking. I'm like, why? Why is this so weird? They had a whole ass relationship because like first you was giving him the cold shoulder. Now you talking about church and boom, y'all see him. And then he saw he want to cry. Like, yeah, even though we weren't together no more. I'm like, oh shit, yeah. something happened. And you know, like I I think it was a little layer. And my man, the church guy, he he peeped that he wants some on. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna give it a chance. I, I'm definitely gonna watch it, and here's why I'm gonna watch it because you just you kind of touched on it a minute ago. Um, I like shows that show young black millennials, like us. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And maybe this group is a little younger than us, but like you and I, but in. we still fit in this category. Um, we're in just like what I liked about Boomerang, having a movie that was not only a full all black cast, but it was also a successful black. This wasn't the hood tale. And these all these people that's on this show, these yeah. kids are successful. Yeah. I don't know what city they're in. They're in Los Angeles? It felt like L.A., didn't it? Because he got it ain't a, feel like New York. Then I'm like, is this Atlanta? Yeah. Because it kind of got it a, could be, a selfish. I don't know. Or it could be one of them where they filming in Atlanta, but they telling you well, it's L.A. They, it's for 100 Yeah, yeah. I know they them. filming in Atlanta, but yeah. you know how they all like, like they filmed the game uh, when it went to BET. That was all in Atlanta. I think everything... Recorded in BET is filmed in Atlanta. Yeah, possibly. Um, and shout out to my nigga Jig. I know he cutting hair on the set. Uh, one of my old barbers and shit. Um, but yeah, man, I just I I like that aspect of the show that is showing young black successful millennials in whatever big city they in doing a thing. I don't like that is like literally. I have a problem with Simone being this loose with the coochie. This early, like, I don't, and again, she Marcus Graham's daughter, so hey, maybe they trying to, because Marcus Graham was fucking anything walking. What I, what I, what I do think is that's yeah. normal, though. That women just be throwing that boy? Yeah. Yeah. A lot more these days. I, I do feel like women are a lot more, 
Uh, and even word. the woman that you probably like, and I don't mean that like just the, free with they. I'm, and I don't even mean that like disrespectful. Yeah, like, it's nah. wrong with, like I just think that's it's normal. No, it's plenty of women that'll tell you, hey, women like sex too, women like to fuck too, and we ain't always look for no serious relationships. So yeah, I wasn't saying that in a. I just was like, damn. All right, first episode she had I the felt, dick appointment. Cool. Yeah. Second episode, I ain't like her leaving with the. Then Uber Eats, Postmate, food drop off, nigga. That's what kind of threw. I'm like, fam, he a stranger. You yeah. finna go back to that nigga? That's what I ain't like about that. Cause like we do live in a weird era where you show shit like that, and you know what I'm saying? This motherfucker's out here dying on uh on they fucking Uber and they lift rides and shit. So I don't know. I didn't really like that, but just in general, man. Like we um we had a lot of. It's a lot of, I don't know, you just got to be careful with that sort yeah. of behavior on TV. But I agree with you. I do feel like it's a lot of women living like that. So they had the, uh, you know what I'm saying, the game night. And then uh, what's the what's the friend name with the dreads, with the, 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 the bi name? The bisexual dude. Uh, shit, the bisexual dude. Yeah, we, I don't know that's what his name, name is. And pardon us if we offending you, man. Yeah, so he uh, he invited his homeboy, what we thought yeah, we was thought his homeboy. And then uh, so Simone texts him like, so what's up, what's with, up with your man? She, yeah. He like, oh, that's me. Like, what you mean that's me? She's like, you know she what said, I mean. She said, what happened with the old girl you was dating? That nigga was like, oh, that's last week. So I'm like, oh. That's when I caught it. Like, okay, boy, it was, because I didn't want to be, you know, presumptive when I when they showed him and just assume he might have been, you know, maybe swinging a couple ways. But And then other uh, other girl, she trying to get Simone. Some oh, yeah, new, stripper. Yeah. Yeah. Like, she trying to get her some new things. So as soon as the, the Uber Eats guy come, like, yeah. hey. Coming, not, boom, she boom, invited boom. dog in a game night. He came in there. He immediately got at Simone. I put like this: Ain't no delivery nigga just gonna walk up in my in house my crib and just join my game night. Like I don't know who the fuck this nigga is. Get the yeah. fuck out of here. And what was funny? I laughed when I rewatched the episode. They barely knew who the nigga was that was with the dread nigga. Yeah. They was like, who the fuck is he? Like, but at least like this your man. Yeah, he came with a nigga. Like yeah. y'all invited the Uber Eats nigga up here. So yeah, I thought that was a bit odd. And then for. I feel you flirting with someone. Get her number though, like. And then he and my old boy cut straight to the show. Like, what you doing after this? Yeah. And after that, and she went and, and grabbed that, that coat. And she like, I'm in the bed. Like, let me yeah. join you. I'm like, damn, it's that easy. No, and I wasn't mad at dog. Hey, shoot or shoot, shoot or shoot. I ain't mad at dog. But I just was like, damn, she went and got the coat and did with boy. Yeah. Like, God damn. Like, we couldn't even at least, like, build that up maybe a little bit. Like, fam, you may not want her no more. Like, fam. by the time, because he keeps saying, oh, boy keeps saying, like, take your time. Yeah. <laughs> but if I keep waiting, I, I, it may not have no walls left. <laughs> so that's one. I got a homegirl. Uh, my boy used to always ask me, like, why you ain't never try to holler at her? And I was like, I know too much about her. Like, I used to always say that to my man. Like, yo, I know too much about her. Like, I don't. I'm yeah. not trying to holler because I know she done been down through there a few too many times. And that's my nigga. I ain't judging her. But I don't want that on my record. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So uh, ultimately, man, I'm behind Lena Waithe. On really any project, it was some pretty decent on. writing. I thought it was cool, and we only two episodes yeah. in. Like I'm not. It's I'm a thirty not, minute show too. It's a thirty minute sitcom. Um, they filmed it kind of like the game when the game went to BET too. It gave me that vibe. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, it's not written that terribly because the game got shitty. But either way, I thought it was great. That was your homegirl. 
fucking Mara, man. Yeah. Rest in peace, Mara Brock. I killed. But no, man. I um, I'm excited to have a new show for us to tap tap in on, even Facts. if we ain't reviewing it a week. Like, yeah. I just I would need some shit might, to watch. Thirty minutes might have to do every other week or something. Hey, every other week, or I mean, shit. That's nigga, thirty minutes. Maybe one of these episodes it might give us some shit to talk about, like yeah. uh, how insecure. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Thirty minutes. We used to pull a whole two hours out about that shit. So. I'm glad Lena Waite got some shit going on between now and when the shy comes back on. I'm glad to see Boomerang, one of my favorite movies, being represented on TV for this new audience. Yeah. Because we do got a lot of young folks who ain't never seen that movie. Um, But if you go watch the movie and then come back and watch the show, you might be a little pissed like I was last night. But I'm giving it a chance because we only I know, man. Watch it. I, 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 I liked it, though. Either way, man, shit. They done brought me back to BET, which I ain't watched BET in 300 years, Being Mary bro. Jane coming back. Hey, I did see that. They giving her a two-hour finale movie, yeah. which I thought was cool because you remember being Mary Jane starting with, with the that. movie. So we definitely going to – Oh, we going to review that because I already know that show going to give me some shit to talk about. But nice. anyway, man, we back on BET Tuesday nights. Check out uh, Boomerang, written by Lena Waithe, uh, and go check out Uninterrupted on YouTube, man. Go get some black in your life. Uh, we'll be back next week with probably another throwback review. Um and shit, in the meantime, I'm Ann Wood. That's Jay Johnson. We out. Peace.